0: Hey everybody, this is Greg from Campfire Creatures, a show that takes you on an exciting adventure into the mythical and unknown. Our stories cover Bigfoot ghosts, folklore, and otherworldly encounters. So sit back, relax, or do whatever it is you're doing and enjoy the show. Jack had always been fascinated with the paranormal. As a child, He would stay up late reading books about ghosts and hauntings, hoping to catch a glimpse of something supernatural in his own home. As he got older, Jack's interest in the paranormal only grew. He started attending ghost tours and visiting haunted locations, always searching for evidence of the afterlife. He desired answers and was not afraid of what it took to get them. It wasn't until he started his own horror podcast, The Fear Frequency, that Jack felt like he truly had found his calling. He loved nothing more than sharing his creepy stories with his listeners, and he was always on the lookout for new material. One day, Jack received an email from a fan of the podcast, who claimed to have encountered an evil spirit or some kind of demon in the woods near their home. The fan was adamant this was real, and pleaded Jack to investigate. As Jack read more about the demon sightings on a number of paranormal forums, he became increasingly intrigued. The reports were too detailed and too consistent to be dismissed as mere superstition. And if he could capture evidence of a real-life demon for his podcast, it would be a game-changer for his career. As they corresponded further, Jack questioned the fan about how he was able to escape from the demon. He reluctantly revealed that the demon was looking for the Book of Infernal Spells, or simply the Atlas, as he called it. And if he was able to retrieve the magical book by the next full moon, the demon would spare his soul. Demons were one of the most terrifying entities in the supernatural world. Jack wasn't sure if he was ready to face one head-on. Nevertheless, the fan pleaded Jack to help find the book before the demon took his soul and could reign on Earth in a physical form forever. Jack was skeptical, but he remembered hearing of this book through one of his associates who was a paranormal investigator. The Atlas was claimed to possess powerful magic, magic that could be used to summon demons, but also to banish dark forces to those who wielded control over the book. The creation of the Atlas was forged during the battle between forces of good and evil. Its true age is unknown, and it is said to be indestructible. So with a mix of excitement and trepidation, Jack set out to find the demon in the woods. The journey to the woods was long and stressful. Jack had to drive for hours, navigating winding roads and steep inclines up mountain switchbacks. But he was determined to find the demon and capture it on video. As he drew closer to his destination, Jack began to feel a sense of unease. The trees grew thicker and the sky drew darker, and he felt as if he was entering a different world. Finally, Jack arrived at the edge of the woods. He parked his car and stepped out, feeling a chill in the air. The woods were silent, save for the rustling of leaves and the occasional hoot of an owl. Jack started to make his way into the woods, feeling the weight of the silence around him. The trees seemed to close in on him, and he felt as if he was being watched. He tried to shake off the feeling, reminding himself that he was a professional. He had faced down countless spooky stories before, and he wasn't going to let a few trees scare him. As he continued deeper into the woods, Jack noticed that the foliage was starting to thin out. The trees became sparser, and the ground grew more barren. That's when he saw the light in the distance. It flickered like a flame, drawing him closer. Jack followed the light. It led him to an old cabin nestled deep in the woods. The door was slightly ajar, and Jack could hear strange noises coming from within. He hesitated for a moment, but his curiosity got the better of him. He pushed the door open and stepped inside. The cabin was small and musty, with a rickety table and a few chairs. There was a fireplace in one corner, but it was unlit. The only light came from a single candle in the center of the room. As Jack looked around, he realized that he was not alone. There was a presence in the cabin, something that made his skin crawl. He tried to leave, but the door slammed shut behind him. He was trapped. Suddenly, a figure materialized before him. It was a demonic presence with glowing red eyes and a twisted grin. It looked like a half-man, half-beast that peered into his soul. Jack had found the demon he was searching for. He quickly pulled out his camera and began capturing its haunting presence on it. And as Jack listened to the demonic laughter echoing through the cabin, he knew that his career in life would never be the same. He had finally found something supernatural that he can see with his own two eyes. Jack tried to run, but he found himself rooted to the spot. The demon spoke to him in a voice that chilled him to the bone. I've been waiting for you, it said. You have something I want. Jack didn't know what the demon was talking about but he knew he had to get out of there. He tried to push past the demon, but it was as if he was hitting a solid wall. His legs felt like stones, concrete pillars attached to the ground like anchors. The demon laughed, a sound that echoed throughout the cabin. You can't leave until you give me what I want, it said. Jack's mind raced. What could the demon possibly want from him? He had no idea. But he knew he had to find a way out of this situation. He tried to focus his mind to call upon all the knowledge he had gathered over the years. He had read countless books and watched enough documentaries about demons, talked to enough people to learn about their strengths and weaknesses. And then it hit him. In his fear, he had almost forgotten about the atlas. He took a deep breath, cleared his throat, trying to steady his voice. What are your terms? He asked the demon. What do you want from me? The demon grinned, revealing a sharp set of pointed teeth. I want your soul, it said. Jack felt a chill run down his spine. He had heard of demons making deals with humans before, but he had never thought he would be in that situation himself, ever. I'm not going to give you my soul, he said firmly. But I might be able to help you find what you're looking for. The demon's eyes narrowed. And what could you possibly offer me? It asked. Jack took a deep breath. I have something that might interest you, he said. Something that you've been searching for a long time, the demon leaned in, its eyes blazing dark holes that suck you into a perilous expanse of terror. What is it? It asked menacingly. Jack said, I know about the book, the atlas. I can get it for you. The demon's eyes grew, blazing red balls of fire. He charged him and grabbed him by the neck. The demon said while lifting Jack off the ground, you fool, do not test me. I will rip out your soul. And leave your dead carcass to the creatures of the night. Jack clamored and choked in the air. He was paralyzed by fear. With a shake of his head, he managed to utter, I can get it for you. The demon released its grip. Jack dropped with a thud back on the ground. The demon cocked its head and stared at Jack with an almost curious expression. It stepped closer and Jack almost gagged as he gasped for air. The demon said, If what you say is true, then I will spare your soul and give you dark powers for eternity. Suddenly, it grabbed Jack's hands and locked eyes with him. He felt a chill run throughout his body as the demon began speaking words that sounded like ancient language. As if from some faraway place, the word slowly faded away until all that remained was a pentagram marked on the back of Jack's hand. He knew what he had to do, and he knew it wouldn't be easy. But with a deep breath, He nodded his head in agreement and said, "'I'll do it,' the demon said. "'I will give you until the next moon to get me the Atlas.'" As the demon retreated into the darkness outside the cabin, he said with an evil glint, "'I know where you and your loved ones can be found, human.'" And so began Jack's quest for the Atlas. Jack became determined to succeed, no matter what it took. So no matter how treacherous or far-reaching his task seemed, nothing could keep him from fulfilling his promise. He did not want his family to be put at risk, and the very thought of his loved ones being hurt, or worse, made his heart sink. Based on his many years of research into ancient manuscripts, Jack had a possible location for where the Atlas might be. The most recent location recorded was in a small town named Port Pisa, located 1,000 miles away from where Jack was. The town was an old trading port that served as a point of entry. For the first European ships that arrived in America through traditional trading routes, Jack grabbed his car keys, his satchel with the manuscript, and an ancient sacred dagger gifted to him by his clairvoyant Romanian grandmother. She had told him many years ago before she passed away to keep the dagger as one day it will be of use to him. Jack was off to Port Pisa. He drove straight to his destination. He only made two stops to get fuel and for washroom breaks. He eventually arrived at his destination in record time. As he got out of his car, a chill went through him, as if something or someone was watching him from afar. His gaze focused on the demon's mark on the back of his hand. He looked around nervously but saw nothing unusual, so he continued on his journey to find the Atlas. After exploring the town and discovering many clues that led him to believe it may be located inside an old church on the far side of town, Jack set off toward it with a sense of hope and despair. When he arrived at the entrance of the old church, he noticed a cemetery behind the building. There was a strange force which seemed to pull him towards a brush-covered tomb. As he neared the tomb and pushed aside the dried-up bushes, he uncovered a large statue of a man, holding a globe in one hand and a dagger in the other. Jack knew this was the right spot. Behind the figure were two large wooden doors. Jack cautiously stepped inside the tomb, making sure not to make any sound. Inside he found an old book with a lock on it. The Atlas. And underneath it was a pentagram, just like the one branded on his hand. Jack picked up the book and ran out of the tomb and rushed back to his car, all the while feeling that something was still watching him. The lock on the book seemed to require a key. He did not know what to do at this point and thought about his grandmother. As Jack pondered over his options, a rhyme his grandma used to sing to him came to mind. The rhyme went like, In a distant land, an ancient book was found, its secrets unlocked, its power tightly bound. But with a magical dagger, it could be unsealed, its mysteries and wisdom finally revealed. Jack instantly knew the dagger was the key to unlocking the book. As he took out the dagger from his satchel, he saw the insignia on the hilt of the knife and he began to insert it into the lock. The book opened and a powerful bright light began to emerge from the book. Jack could hear the demon's voice, demanding he return with the book before the full moon. Jack also felt an inner strength which he could not explain. His sense of despair vanished. Along with it, the demon's mark on his hands. A heavenly calm descended on him. He instinctively knew he had to make a choice. To use the Atlas for good or give it to the demon and gain dark powers. Jack knew there was no other way but to use the Atlas for good. This meant He would have to face the demon and fight him with the powers of the book. He now realized this was his destiny, and his grandma knew of this all along and was grooming him for this very moment in time. When Jack opened up the book, he found within its binding all the knowledge that was needed to defeat the demon the power of the Atlas. It gave him newfound courage and strength. Jack knew what he had to do. There would be no turning back. Jack returned to the cabin, and just then, a group of hunters burst through the trees, guns blazing. They had heard rumors of a demon in the woods and had come to take it down. What the hunters didn't have a grasp on was that you can't kill a demon with bullets. It is a supernatural entity. Jack watched in horror as the demon charged towards the hunters, its claws extended. Suddenly it stopped, flying towards Jack with a grimace on its face. The hunters were frozen. Even the bullet stopped in midair and fell to the ground. The demon extended his hand for the book. Jack smiled and said, before I give you the book, can I just read you a short rhyme? The demon cocked its head to one side and said, human, do not toy with me. Jack knew the book had to be given willingly and cannot be taken by force. This meant Jack was in control and started to say an incantation that froze the demon in the spot. As he continued the incantation, he thrust the dagger deep into the chest of the demon. The demon's shriek resonated through the forest, and a white light cracked through the hole in its chest. It yelled out and said, You fool! What have you done? The power of this book is a burden and you cannot control it, Jack said. That's my burden. I will carry it and I will never let you have it. Jack held on tight, not letting go of the daggers. He watched the demon's body slowly disintegrate into ash. As the dust cleared, Jack realized he had won, the demon was dead, and he had survived. He breathed a sigh of relief, feeling the weight of the world lifted off his shoulders. With the book in hand, he realized the temptation was far too great with the book. He continued the incantation and the book had a flash of light and disappeared. Jack knew the book was bonded with him and would return when needed. He had learned an important lesson about controlling the power of the supernatural. Use it wisely or suffer its consequences. From now on, Jack would never forget this lesson. No matter whatever threats may come his way, he was ready to face whatever lay ahead of him because he understood his destiny, and what now became his purpose in life. As Jack got into his car and headed home, he dialed the number of the fan and said, Never call me again, and don't make promises with evil. Jack hung up his phone and continued on his way home. He glanced at his rearview mirror and noticed the flicker of white light emitting from his eyes with his newfound power from the Atlas. The end. Thanks for listening to Campfire Creatures. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support and grow our channel, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Campfire Creatures and get more content, check out Campfire Creatures. Dot .com and remember keep the fire lit